are listening to Take Note on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And I'm Matt. I'm Josiah. And we're taking notes today on TikTok. Tick-tock. The sound of the clock. Uh, Freestyle the, the mouse right there. went up the clock. That's or something like that. I think that's how the story goes. But the goods and bads of TikTok is the subject of today. TikTok is like prevalent in so much of at least our ages like culture and I think anywhere from like second half of Gen Z down to what is it Gen Alpha now? I guess Gen Alpha hasn't even been born yet. I don't even know what they call it anymore. But I guess Gen Z up to like maybe late late millennials. Yeah. I would say. But but that's the thing with TikTok. Here's here's what I'll say about TikTok. Like TikTok is everywhere cuz like my my parents are on TikTok. They love TikTok. It appeals to all ages. Have you seen the funky geezer? No, there's is this he like on TikTok? 80 year old dude who plays guitar and he gets tons of views. He has tons of followers. Yeah, it's it, it's like it's like Vine. Obviously, Vine was huge back in the day, but Vine is the is the the groundwork, right? And then you have like Musically, which is like a failed reattempt at Vine. But then something about TikTok just like brought it all back. Whether it be like nostalgia of that old form, or whether it is like really just that the format. Do you just like think the format is conducive to content that's like very consumable? Because it used to be like TV shows mm-hmm. and movies, and that's like twenty minutes to two hours. It's it's all about the soundbite and our attention span, which has decreased significantly over the past I don't know however many generations. It was an article about human attention span, and like it's shockingly low, like even less than you'd think it is. And I think just media in general has a lot to do with that and then lately with tiktok like when tiktok first came out there was no videos longer than one minute and yeah so you were forced to really attract an audience in that first five ten seconds of the video and then if they don't like it immediately they're gonna swipe to the next one Mm -hmm. and there's no end to the swiping and that both like entails a a need for like you need to visually catch someone immediately um, but also like what we're more focused on, at least today is like musically, like as far as the senses go, right. It's, it's hard, like, you need to both catch the eye and you need to catch the ear. Um, and one way that, I mean, TikTok does that. I think you can incorporate it in like meme culture in general is like, you have now an ability for millions of people to be in on a, like a complex inside joke. Um, which like, you know, that only you and this group of people understand. And if someone doesn't understand it, they're like, oh, that's outside of it. It's our inside joke kind of thing. It's like playing on that human tendency of the inside joke. Um, and TikTok does it both through like what trends are, right. But also through music. Um, cause it's always just this particular soundbite of music that obviously is accompanied by a certain trend. Um, and I think you have that sort of dualistic, like I was saying, that like catch of the senses. You hear the sound and you're like, oh, I know what this is going to be. I can anticipate it. And then you have the visual, like, what are they going to do with this trend that's going to whether make me laugh or play on some like other theme of, you know, the song itself, um, what the words are saying is like, you know, people do that with sad songs. They're like, oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. And they, the like, oh, song, yeah. you know, whatever, something like that. Um, but. I think it's like the attention span is, it's all it is. Like mm-hmm. both visually and musically, our attention span has seemingly. Yeah. And what's crazy though is like a lot of times with these songs that blow up on TikTok, it's clips of them that 
are even like messed with like a producer will like raise the key and make it super high and like really fast so it doesn't really sound like the original Mm -hmm. but it's like more stimulating in some way like it's like i don't know it's faster or or it's higher it like catches your ear quicker and then like you go to listen to the song and it like doesn't sound like that so it's like even with songs that you're trying to get people to watch your dance so you pick a cool song it's like they even they change the song too yeah yeah, the, the whole like reason essentially for this episode and sort of the like I, su- I suppose underlying thesis of the whole episode is just something that me and Matt talk about a lot, um, which comes up a lot in I think uh, most people's conversations now is that um, there's a sort of double-edged sword to TikTok in a way that um, both I think corrupts music and is helping music in some sense. Um, which we talked about a little bit earlier, right? There's like this idea of kind of what we said with this attention span thing. Um, in my opinion, uh, I was told with music that like I'm a strict album listener. Like if I'm going to put on or I'm going to listen to music for more than whatever, like 20 minutes, I put on an album. Um, I don't like, I, I'm not, I don't prefer playlists. You never shuffle your, your I like don't, songs? I don't like doing it because... It depends on the song, right? If I'm just like trying to get pumped up in that moment, I'm not going to listen to an album. But if I'm like listening to an extended period of music or like on a car ride or if I'm studying or something, mm-hmm. I put on album because I think like the album is a comprehensive piece of art, right? Or at least it used to be like an album was meant to be played in the context of an album, or at least I think that's what some people began or like it carried right. a, a common theme throughout the whole album that was like... Mm-hmm to understand each individual song i think it plays a context within an album um, as an art piece because it is an it's like a form of art Mm -hmm. um and that i think got reduced to singles people started trying to get like one hit wonder singles like they just went all in on one song which is fine and that's what album like more album oriented um musicians did also would you say that was back maybe in the you know, like 70s, 80s. I would think so, yeah, something like that. After vinyl albums, which, like, you literally couldn't pick a song unless you, like, knew the exact grain where it started, <laughs> you just, you would play the whole thing, and, like, you can't shuffle on a vinyl album. But when, like, digital, you know, I guess CDs came out, and those were still, still albums on CD form, but, like, you couldn't, until you had, like, what was it, an 8-track, I think that was probably the first, mm-hmm. you know, don't uh, quote me on my, Music knowledge, technology yeah. history i wasn't alive back then but um until you can select one track like that's really when that started and mm-hmm. you wanted to catch yeah. people with one song which is fine i think that's still fine because that's still like a comprehensive piece of music but when you like take it one step further which is what i think tiktok does right because the the longest like you said sound you can have is like 60 seconds which is you like traditionally like what a third of a song i'd say yeah. but not all videos are 60 seconds. In fact, those that are usually most popular are... Even shorter. 10 seconds, 12 yeah. seconds. Um, so in, in my opinion, I think that like one aspect is it's gone from albums to singles. And now with TikTok, it's gone from singles to like 12-second bits mm-hmm. of like... There are countless examples, um, probably more like hip-hop-y examples of um, artists like intentionally like shouting out TikTok or like drake did it with a dance like dropped a song just so that he could start a dance on tiktok like like, that left foot right yeah yeah yeah. it was a bad dance it wasn't even good but where it's just like now i feel like 
it seems to me in the mind of the modern musician, the modern like pop artist at least, that they know that if their song gets on TikTok, it's going to pop off. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you're going for this 12 second bit somewhere in this piece of art, um, which I don't think is good. I don't know if that's good or bad. Do you think that's good or bad? I, I think it can be just somewhat distracting to the creative process if you're specifically going for like you want your chorus to really catch people or because then because then like the verses almost become irrelevant if you want like this thing to catch people's ear just on TikTok. It's like, why are you creating the whole song when you could just be creating like this one little 10 second fun thing for people yeah. to listen to. Um, but you have people and I, I guess somewhat using it the right way, like writing their own stuff and then putting clips on TikTok, hoping that people will listen to the whole thing mm-hmm. and then actually getting contacted by record labels. This happened with um, Steven Sanchez who wrote on the song until I found you. This happened with, Ty Veritas, um, you might have heard this song, A-OK. So he wrote this song called Stuck in the Middle, which went viral on TikTok. And he says that he knew that that was what he was going for. And when he posted it, um, that led to a deal with Arista Records. Um, So he got a record deal directly from TikTok. The record company or whoever runs the record company or is in charge of recruiting, I guess, was scrolling through and saw this got signed, then he released his debut album that AOK was on. Posted all over TikTok with that one too. But um it can be a very useful platform if you're going for um you know, I don't know. We we haven't had it long enough to see if it if it's conducive to longevity of career, but it can definitely help um rather than hurt. Yeah, I- that's you mentioned this um, off air a little bit ago, but like, there's that like great artists since excuse me, great artists can get discovered through TikTok, which is awesome. Like that's a really cool thing. And like you were saying earlier, um, again off air, that there's a lot of really good music back in the day that has like begun to recirculate mm-hmm. um, because of TikTok, because of these trends, which is like. I really cool. Like it's actually a really cool thing that that's that's yeah. what's going on. And I mean, this is not TikTok exclusively, although it's probably mostly Stranger Things. But that song "Running Up That Hill" by Kate Bush, mm-hmm. which came out in what eighty, early eighties, that it literally reached number one. And so there you have examples of songs that can get absolutely skyrocketed in the charts, where they were literally released like forty years ago. And yeah, a song like. We'll play a little clip of this, Just the Two of Us by Grover Washington just and Bill Withers. Two of us. I just, I absolutely love this song and I'm so glad that people are hearing it now because it's just such a good song and people wouldn't have discovered it if it weren't for TikTok. So this is one of the good facets of TikTok. I see the crystal raindrops fall And the beauty of it all Is when the sun comes shining through To make those rainbows in my mind When I think of you sometime And I want to spend some time with you Just the two of us We can make it if we try Just the two of us 
Before we get back to it, you're listening to Take Note on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Such a good song, man. Yeah, that song goes insane. I'm not even going to lie. I love that song. Grover Washington Jr. is actually a saxophonist. Um, Whoa. I didn't know that. I wish we could listen to his solo at the end of the song, but that's all right. We don't have time for that. Mm. Um, go listen to it on your own. He's, he's nuts at sax. Doja Cat's another that is like, she was famous before TikTok, but... TikTok definitely helped her, you know. Yeah, Doja Cat pops off on TikTok. The cow thing wasn't that like a, a TikTok yeah, thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's actually true. That's what. No, that's true. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember watching that not on TikTok, but I remember like all of my, like all the uh, all my Doja Cat content came from TikTok after that. It wasn't like, oh, I like this artist. Let me go listen to our music. It was like every time she released, I feel like. It was always a trend. It's gone on TikTok. Like, she's definitely an industry plant. But I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's just, like, straight. There's two options, I think, that arise from that, right? Either you have music that's very conducive towards, like, TikTok's platform, and people like to use it. Like, if you have this more, like, fun, because she has, like, very fun music, right? It's, like, very Mm -hmm. having a good time music. Um, And so that results in, like, lyrics that are funny or lyrics that can be taken in a way that can be used as a trend. Um, so it, it, it's either that or she's just like insane at playing the game. Like she just knows how to do it. Um, it could be a mix of those two things. Um, but it, it really does feel like that. She just is like every time she releases something, it goes crazy on TikTok. And my, my, my only question is like, okay, so if you have that form of music, right, that's like a full song, but you can really reduce it to like, 12 seconds it's kind of like what you said earlier like why are you making a song mm-hmm. I, I don't know though and then it gets repetitive I mean, if you listen to the whole song then you're like oh I actually just like the clip better than the whole song itself sometimes it happens where you're like wow that's actually a good song I wish I had heard more of it instead of this little clip mm-hmm. so it could go both ways but yeah that's the thing it's just you don't see the whole picture when it's in a TikTok I just think, like, do you think, like, music as an art form gives the artist the freedom to, like, does music need to have a particular length to be considered, like, a song? Or do you think music is, like, one of those things, like, yeah, if you make a 12-second, like, guitar riff or something like that, Mm. uh, it's fine. Like, because I feel like if you're making a comprehensive piece of music, like a song, then it has to be longer than... I think, at least in my mind, it has to be longer than 12 seconds, but I don't also know, maybe, like, music seems like one of those really subjective things that, like, it can be one of those things where... Yeah, that's what's interesting is, like, I think the basic definition of a song is, like, music that has words, but Mm -hmm. the form that we're used to isn't a given. Like, we made that, and that's, like, conventional because it's people have been doing it for a long time. But then you have songs that kind of break the the mold like i don't know bohemian rhapsody definitely mm. which like alluded to a lot of different genres and it has like multiple sections that are like yeah. very separate but also like somehow work i um, mean hotel california has a pretty normal form as songs go but it's just seven and a half minutes long yeah so um but in terms of going the other way like i don't know i mean i feel like you need 
like at least a verse and a chorus, maybe two verses and a chorus. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I don't know what exactly qualifies. Like, how much do you have to take out of it for it to not be a song anymore? Yeah. Yeah, my, my only point with that is, like, is it really bad for the music industry, or do you think it's, like, opening just a new avenue that, like, because what you said, it's conventional, right? So is it, like, is it just opening up a new way in which music can be seen through, or do you think it's, like, actually bad for the music industry? I don't know. Maybe it's just me having listened to music in the way it was listened to, and now that it's new, it's like, this is not good. I don't know if that it's objectively not good, but... Yeah, in and of itself, maybe it's not good or bad, but I'm saying, the, like, the results from it. Um, like, if it's resulting in songs that are just, like, not as comprehensive, like, not as well-made as a whole piece of music, and it's more of just, like, a setup for a 20-second piece of music that you, want, like, want to catch on and catch fire, then I don't think that's a good thing, right? That seems like some sort of corruption of... No, yeah. Songwriting the, or that's definitely then it then it's like not what it was made for originally. Like music is made to be listened to completely. Just like the, the album thing but on a smaller scale. Mm. So yeah, I don't I don't know if I like that generally. But it is what it is. TikTok the TikTok takeover. That's true. Is in full swing. It's uh it's it's tough. It's interesting to see. I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yep. Well, there are good good things, like one, just the two of us. And then there's this clip I just, I just need to play because it's like two of my favorite songs. One is Gimme, 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 whatever the name is, um, by ABBA, and then Boogie Wonderland by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And someone combined the two. And it may be the greatest mashup of all time. Let's go. Absolutely nuts. That goes insane. I'm not even going to lie. So I was true. boogieing. I was gimme, 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 and boogie wonder landing right there. At the same time. At the same time. It's hard to do, but I was doing it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But after midnight, though? After midnight. Oh, I mean, yeah. Probably after midnight, yeah. Yeah. That seems about like the right time to be, to be gimme <laughs> and boogie wonder landing. Yeah. Well. If you had to. He's also taking, you guys can't see it, but in this clip, he's taking an aggressive boogie stance. He's, he's ready to throw down. That's a boogie stance if I've ever seen one. Yeah, the boogie posture is in full effect with him right there. Dude, watch Earth, Wind & Fire live. They are so electric. They're all dancing on stage. That's so fun. And like the bassist is just like losing it. He's always grooving. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah, that's epic. Your average that. bass player, if I do say so myself. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I bet. With that, that has been the TikTok takeover on Tick Note. Ugh. Uh, that made me so mad at you. On yeah. Radio Free Hills, though, 101.7 FM. I have been Matt. I'm Josiah. 
Thanks for listening. Have a good one. 